everything. That's hilarious. I love yes. it. I love it. I love it. Such a good song. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome Taco Tuesday. We are back. We are covering Match Me Abroad Season 1, Episode 5, here on The Melanated Way. April and myself, Linda, who is live streaming concurrently on her channel. So you guys take a moment to go ahead over there and like and subscribe and like and subscribe here. I'm excited about the live chat. All the regulars are here. We've got the Vanessas and the Joslas and the Crystals and the Ridellas. The whole fam is in the house. Everybody's ready to go. Ready to go. And if that is not an understatement. <laughs> uh, I love the show still. Um, I will say this, that, uh, I may go off on a little bit of a tangent, uh, because I don't know, something about Mark just gets on my last nerve and I haven't figured it out yet, but like, he just gets on my last nerve. And what's interesting to me, April, is that there are still two more people we haven't met yet. And we're already on episode five. I was really surprised at that. One of them is like been engaged, like he's popping pills. Like, just engage. Nope. Engage. No. Nope. Engage. No. Nope. So excited to meet him. And then I think we have some type of princess, Disney princess, feminist princess coming on. So yes. a uh, few more people to meet. What were your overall thoughts of this episode? My overall thought was, wow, even in other languages, men are still asking women to smile unnecessarily. That part. Uh, my overall thoughts were there are a lot more problematic people than I thought. And I figured, you know, that's part of dating, right? Like you, someone, some comedian said once, I think that you, like you're dating someone's representative first. Yes. Right. So that, and I, so I'm starting to see like, okay, okay. There's a little bit here, a little bit there. Oh, okay, I see what's going on here. Uh, Josh Lowe says, I'm still thinking about you as a motorcycle chick, Linda. Yeah. You have no idea y'all. I can see it. Private, private. But I will say this. Um, I guess today uh, I thought of Crystal and I thought of you, April, uh, because you guys were, you know, so uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Risk adverse. <laughs> Risk adverse. Beautiful. And there's an actor that I actually really enjoy, Treat Williams. He passed away at 71 today. Um, I know him from um, Blue Bloods. Uh, but a lot of other people know him from, uh, what's the show that he ever, hold on, let me look. It uh, doesn't say. He's like a, quite a popular actor and he's actually a really good actor. Mm -hmm. So rest in peace to him. He was he was in a motorcycle accident. So I thought of the two of you. Yeah. Um, that being said, uh, bottom of your screen, you can see where you can support the show. I'll have that up for a little bit and I'll take it down. Um, I don't know why I've been going through this weird, like, weirdness with my camera. It's weird. Whatever. I'll get over it. Um, <clears throat> uh, Crystal says, a popular guy from Bigo had a horrible motorcycle accident as well. Thought about our convo, too, when I heard. Terrible. We've got a road safety. Road safety. Okay. Mark. April. He's up first. 44, you guys. If you've forgotten uh, who Mark was, I must have a photo of this fool right here. <laughs> uh, Mark is the guy. Is he, where is he from? Colorado? Mm -hmm. The one from Colorado. He's 44. He uh, is going on his first date with a 24-year-old, uh, Sunika. 
And, you know, Nina thinks that they're going to be a good match because it's exactly what he's looking for. He's looking for someone who's pretty young, outgoing, wants to move to America, is ambitious, wants to have kids, wants to get married, but also wants to pay for herself. This fool right here cannot. It cannot, April. It cannot. You're looking for a roommate, friend. You are looking for a roommate that has benefits. Yes. So uh, they're going to go ATVing uh, in the desert, which looked like super, to me, looked super fun. Uh, she doesn't know how to drive, which I thought is a conversation that you and I would have a little bit about. So she was trying to explain that, you know, as women um, and being in Morocco, that whole like rights and what women do and don't do. What were your thoughts on that, April? Um, I actually can't say a whole lot about it. I hate driving. I take public transportation as much as possible. So <laughs> I am, I'm a passenger princess when it comes to dating. Oh Lord, here we go again. <laughs> There's just so much I learned about April from this show. <laughs> Uh, I thought it was interesting that she doesn't drive. I have a family member that never learned to drive. I actually have a friend who never learned to drive either. So, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Are they from city areas where they just didn't have to drive? Yeah. Like Vancouver, you don't, ha you can take public transit. We have a good system. Uh, so yeah, that you didn't have to drive. Yeah. A lot of people around here don't yeah. ever drive. Yeah. So, and then, you know, parking is a beast mm -hmm. out there. So, you know, I get it. I just, for me, like I, I like public transit, like if I'm in London or if I'm in New York, because it's part of like the vibe of the city, you know what I mean? Like, it's just part of the, but like, no, nah, I can't just, you have to have a great public transit structure in the city for me to be like a 100% on border. Well, now we have so much supplemental transit like you don't just have the train, you have Uber, you have Lyft, you have free to move, you have, you know. Yeah, I mean, I take ride shares so, all the time. Um, yeah, but I, w I would prefer that I not restricted from it because of my gender. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I really just can't say very much about it. It's not, uh, it didn't feel like, well, I can't say for exactly where they are. I don't think they even said what city he's in. Is he in Marrakesh? He's in Marrakesh, yep. In Marrakesh, I don't. In Casablanca, there's you. You really, you don't really drive a lot anyway. But I don't know if Marrakesh is like that. Hmm. I don't know either. Uh, yeah. April says that you and her are alike. April, if you remember, is your biggest fan from last week. <laughs> <laughs> Driving is for the birds, Crystal. The birds. Uh, so it's Sukana's first time uh, dating an American American man. And she thinks Mark is really, really handsome and, you know, teach their own again. So they go ATVing and Mark asks her, you know, are we breaking the law by holding hands? And this is where I just was like irritated by him because you've had two women who are experts in their field tell you exactly what to expect and what's legal and not legal and what's acceptable, and not acceptable. And yet here you are thinking that maybe perhaps Sukana is like a dumb 24 year old and you're going to ask her again, like you don't know. It irritated me, April. What did you think when he asked her that? Uh, it's very irritating. The first thing I thought of is 
he's doing that thing that some guys do when they immediately want to see how far they could push you. Um, now, remember, he said that he only can have a physical attraction with a woman that he doesn't know if he likes it without it. So off the top, he's trying to see, is this, is she someone I'm going to be able to push into breaking the rules with no concern over what's going to happen to her when this is on TV? That part, that part selfish because he's, he presents as selfish and he is selfish. And I think I told you guys and showed you guys last week how on his social media, he said how he single-handedly raised the ratings of the show just by appearing. So it kind of just shows the type of individual he is. Um, so, you know, I'm not really, eh. so <clears throat> he likes her and quoting cause he's finding in the first five minutes of knowing her that she's not bossy April. She's not demanding and she's quite Americanized even out without being there traveling outside of Morocco. She's quite Americanized. So he really appreciates the fact that, oh, what? So what are you saying exactly by stating that? What he's saying is that he would like to find a woman with American values, but who's okay with being subjugated or having to be grateful to him for him being able to provide a mediocre life. Yep. That is exactly what he's saying. Yep. So they go ATVing, they have a good time. Uh, and then they get back and they go into this, like, and I don't know what it's called. It's like a little hut situation where they're going to have tea and chit chat. And so did you see Mark's face when the man that was helping them and, and providing for them uh, said, oh, we have some Moroccan whiskey here. He literally thought it was Moroccan whiskey, you guys. Yes. It was so funny. Like, he lit up like there was no tomorrow. He thought, I'm breaking all the rules today. Uh, but it was tea. <clears throat> and so his big concern, he's saying, is that he's worried about the age difference because, you know, there's a 20-year difference. And she starts talking. She's like, you know, have you ever uh, been to the Sahara? Have you ever done this before? And he's like, starts mansplaining to her that this is not the Sahara. This is a desert. This is a desert and there are plenty of de I was like, oh, see, date <laughs> over. This is her community. And, and I think she didn't understand that he was being condescending, but he was being very condescending. Yeah. Like this is her community. This is her desert. She knows where she is. Yeah. And so he's explaining to her about her own country. Okay. Okay, Mark. Um, so she's like, you know, what are your hopes and dreams and aspirations? He says that he wants to be an American football national announcer. She wants to be a fashion designer. Um, and then goes on to say, which I found very, very interesting and, and wanting to know your take because you've been there before, but she doesn't want to, or she doesn't like when a man pays for everything. She wants to contribute 50, 50. She talks about how her parents, uh, live like that. They both work. They both pay the bills at the house, uh, which is, you know, contrary to what Nina told Mark. So his eyes lit up because this is exactly who he's looking for. He's looking for someone that's young, that's hot, that's independent and will pay her own way. So here's what I think is happening. I think that she is viewing, if I contribute financially, that means that I get to also have an opinion and have a say um, but that's not really what Mark is looking for. In my opinion, he's looking for somebody who will pay but still be subjugated. 
Yep. I agree with you 100%. So I think they're completely having a misunderstanding on what it means when they contribute financially to their standing in the household. So like what y'all in the live chat, April, and if you're watching the replay, what is what would be the benefit? I'm just curious. What's the benefit of dating Mark? What is like what is his contribution to the relationship? That's a really good question. It's a question that I don't think she knows to ask because the, what I would ask him is, tell me if we have children, what do you do on a daily basis to help out in the house? What do you see as your role in that situation? And to just piggyback off of what you're saying, what do you think the roles are in a relationship, specifically a marriage? So what are you looking for in your marriage? And what do you, what roles are, are you expecting each of us to play in that said marriage? And the other part is if you're expecting your partner to come 50-50 with everything, um, which has been a conversation actually with uh, Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabriella. Gabrielle? Oh, yeah, Gabrielle Union, yes. Um, <sighs> and I'm curious what people are thinking. It's 2023. What what are we thinking now? If both people are, are rich, one maybe extra rich over the other one, are we, are we saying everything is 50-50? And he said that that whole thing uh, came from a conversation that we're having that he said, Oh, you know, the, under my in my house, something to that effect. And she said, "Well, when we move to LA, I want to contribute, you know, half, so that you can never say that this is my house. It's always going to be our house." You look like you have some thoughts, April. Gabrielle Union drives me insane. Let me tell you why. There is absolutely no reason that somebody who makes five, six times as much as you should expect you to contribute 50%, particularly when that person was continuously stepping out on you while you were having miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage. She tries so hard to prove that she's down and one of the homies and she's like just a get along to go along girl that she just hurts herself in the process. And it was painful to read her book and just look at all the ways that she refuses to let herself be taken care of. <sighs> Sorry, I have no feelings about it. Listen, I, I understand 100%. I understand 100%. Uh, let's take it to the live chat. The live chat says, Crystal says, I see no benefit. Uh, Felicia says, I don't see the benefits of dating Mark outside of getting to America. Uh, Jocelyn says uh, no benefit as well. So yeah, I just I'm I'm trying to figure it out myself, y'all. And even uh, in terms of coming to America, I don't see that as a really strong benefit for him because of what you'll have to go through emotionally just to get through the process. Felicia says, "Go off, April." <laughs> So Mark likes the fact that uh, Sukana will pay her own way and uh, that makes him happy. And <laughs> the joke that I think got lost in translation, but I caught it immediately. Uh, she asked him how old he was and he's like, I'm 44, you know, close to 50. 
And then she's like, oh, I don't see age. We're now basically the same age. And then he's like, oh, what does that mean? Like, we're both 24. She's like, yeah, but, you know, sometimes I wake up and, you know, I almost feel like I'm 50. And, you know, the days that I feel like that, it's like I'm going to die. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Like, she just came for his age so hard and he didn't laugh. That was a good joke. It was a great joke. I think he didn't even get it because he's so self-centered. Oh, that was so funny, you guys. Uh, so she hasn't dated a lot. Um, over the last three years, she hadn't dated at all. So this is like her first date back on the market. And he's shocked by that. And she's like, you know, what's your dating history? And he kind of side steps that question says you know i'm a lot older than you so obviously i have more experience yeah because you're a man whore which is i mean those are just the facts uh he's really really concerned about her age he feels like she's a young 24. i felt that a little bit as well i felt like she's a young 24 and i wanted her to get like just really far away from mark because i could see that she's already idolizing who she thinks he represents right because mm -hmm. she we learn in her history that she's like uh taking english classes and she loves all things american all the things and then she sees this american who you know she thinks is handsome and then all of a sudden everything he says is wisdom and he's well traveled and all the things and i'm going to try to tell you right now sukata just like keep studying you'll get to america on your own you don't you don't need mark or another country that is even better than coming to the U.S. There you go. There you go. Um, all right, we're moving on to Susan. Thoughts on Susan before we jump into the nitty gritty. Okay, so remember how I said before that I didn't think that she was being too picky? I changed my mind. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything so that no one, none of your fans in the live chat come for me. I thought that she was... I know being what too, she was being too hard on her date this time. Um, I think when I, I'm sticking to my original thoughts, I think that she is not as open as she thinks she is. I think that she, her standards, we all have standards, but she has too many of them. And I feel like she's a bit of a naysayer. And she finds, instead of finding the good in the moment, she finds the bad in the moment. And that's a hard rock to get over that's a hard wall to get past because if someone is just always like a debbie downer they're always going to be a debbie downer until they realize like oh you know what i'm being a debbie downer and you know she's 52 i think i feel like she should know better and do better and she's wondering why she's single and juan is trying to show her through the dates and she's just really not She's she's blaming Mark. Or it's not, yeah. excuse me. She's blaming Juan. Juan as if Juan's the one in the wrong. Right. Um, so here's what happens. Yeah, she's not positive at all. Exactly. Glass half empty. Exactly. Uh okay, so here's the thing about Susan. First of all, the first like X, in my opinion, is that you know, she brought her dog on the date. I get, I love dogs, okay? For the most part, I'm an animal lover, but I'm just saying you have only three weeks, you're trying to find your soulmate, you spend all this money, 
you know, go ahead and just leave that dog at home. Because in my opinion, it's a bit selfish. You don't know anything about your date. You don't know if they have trauma from, from animals or allergic to animals, whatever, whatever. You're just doing what you want to do because you want to do it. I think it's a bit selfish. Uh, that being said, uh, Juan Pablo, who is one other like cohort in this whole thing, is hot. That's, you know, <laughs> that's all I want to say is that every time he pops up, I'm like, Ooh, Juan Pablo. <laughs> What's going on with Juan Pablo? <laughs> um, anyway, so Susan is, hey, Gretchen. Hey, girl. Hey. Uh, Susan's going on a second date with Carlos. Carlos is a musician. He's an actor. They both like to travel. He's kind of like a go with the flow type person, Juan says. And Susan needs that because she is really rigid. And when Juan said that, I 100% agree. She is really rigid. And it's I hate to say it, but you know how when people say, as people get older, they really do get stuck in your way. She mm -hmm. is the walking embodiment of that. And it's weird to see it like play on, on your TV because you think most people by now are kind of just like go with the flow, but she is very rigid in what she, who she is as a person and what she wants and, and nothing can deviate from her little like path that she's created for herself, like at all. Yeah. She's worried about wasting her time and she's eliminating people quickly because she thinks, oh, it's going to be a waste of time if I spend some with them. So I think a part of her problem is thinking that 52 is near the end of her life. It's not, you, you have time. I agree with that. And I would like to add that I also think that she needs to just remember what she said. In the first episode, she said that she's been doing it her way this whole time and it hasn't worked for her. So she hires experts uh, in their field to help her. And she has yet to let go of the rain. She's not allowing in my opinion, Juan to do what he does. Instead, every person, except her first date was like, eh, right? Yeah. But she likes this guy, Carlos, but she, instead of liking him and going with the flow, she completely ends up sabotaging her good time. So here's right. what happens. Um, She sees them uh, or she sees him and he sees her and she immediately thinks he's handsome, which he is. And they have a little bit of small talk and he's going to kind of be her tour guide of the area for the day. And uh, the first thing they do, they're going to go and like find a cocktail somewhere after they've gone for a walk and you see the beautiful colors of the city. And, and it was almost like umbrella city. If you guys know what I mean, where it's like all the different umbrellas, and, but it wasn't umbrellas. I don't even know what they were. They look like kites to me. They did look like kites. Right. Beautiful though. So, uh, they walk up some stairs, and the first thing is some aphrodisiac ants. Carlos is going to go with the flow. He's going to, hey, let's try this. She's like, no, absolutely not. No. Would you have tried them? <laughs> I, I, I would not. Um, I've had the opportunity. I can't get past the crunch. Mentally, it's I can't. Who in the live it. chat would have tried the aphrodisiac ants? curious who is like adventurous with their food like that um his first impression of her is that he thought she was superficial uh because who travels around with a little dog everywhere in a pouch 
Um, but as he's starting to get to know her a little bit, he thinks that maybe she's a good girl and he does think she's beautiful and he doesn't really care that she's older. Right. So he's open. Uh, I wish that she gets that feedback on what her first impression is because that's hard to get past. Right. Yes. Uh, Crystal says she wouldn't try it. Uh, Jazzle says they'd have to put it in chocolate. Uh, she also says that um, Susan reminds her of Riley from B90, who stuck in his ways with cigars and jazz al albums. So I wouldn't try the ants. I, I can't get past. You guys know me like April and I have had the fridge and the bathroom conversation. I can't get like the ants are on the ground they uh. <laughs> pick up all the nastiness that people walk around in, and i get that they're probably cleaned and all that stuff but i can't get past the fact that you know those are ants and they're they go they burrow in in dirt ah! no, <laughs> also tragedy has struck my home you guys my skincare fridge went kaput now i have to just store my skincare in the regular refrigerator like a peasant. <laughs> I know she did not say like a peasant. I know she did not say like a peasant. I really, I, I, I know that she did not <laughs> say like a peasant, y'all. Because um, if of, you were here for that conversation yeah. where I was like, no, no to the fridges in the bathroom, we won't, we don't have to rehash it. But like. My skincare stuff. Actually, I'm not fancy enough to have skincare stuff that goes in the fridge. So who am I lying about? But if I did, it would go into my peasant fridge. <laughs> rude. <laughs> Just rude. <sighs> Still managing to look like this, even though I'm a peasant now. Wait, what? Mm. What are you mumbling over there? Nothing. Nothing. My fans heard it. Oh, her fans heard it. Oh Lord, you have you all have created a monster. <laughs> oh, Wonderlust would try the ants. You don't mind them burrowing in the ground and eating trash. She said she said that where? Oh, I'll try anything once, mm -hmm. she said. Uh hey Ty's way. Um Let's set up Mark and Susan for the <laughs> Colombian Moroccan singles. That part. I wouldn't even do that to Susan, though, to be honest. Listen, Mark. Mark can go, Mark. Okay, so uh, first impression wasn't great, but he was like, I'm just going to go with the flow and see you know, what, what she's about. And then they walk a little bit more. They see some people dancing. And I always get this word wrong, so don't, don't come for me, but capoeira. Yes. Uh, he does it. And so he, in the spur of the moment, he's like, hey, you want to see me do a little bit of capoeira? And she's like, he's like, and, you know, could you hold my camera? That is regular people stuff, y'all. Even if you're on vacay, you want to capture moments. Yes. And he already said that he's from Bogota, so he's not from Medellin. So this is kind of like a day trip for him. So why not bring your camera, have an experience, record it? And you know what? great case scenario if all worked out and that was the love of your life you captured your first date for absolutely eternity oh but wait susan 
thinks he's a blast, thinks he's he's gorgeous, but thinks he's such, quote, a baby. And by him going and jumping in, having a good time and showing her a good time and showing her that he's kind of go with the flow. And she's actually enjoying him, watching him, but complaining at the same time, go figure. So because he did that, she says that he's immature. But there are so many adults who participate in capoeira. It's just a... I would appreciate the cultural aspect of it because if I'm, if I remember correctly, that's more of a Brazilian dance. It is. So I would have appreciated like, oh my gosh, you know, how much time have you spent in Brazil? Where did you learn capoeira? You know? I just, I just don't, I'm, I'm trying to figure out why she's so negative. So, um, thinks he's a blast, thinks he's a baby. Uh, she says this, hey, he's like, hey, go hold my GoPro. And she's like, you just don't do that. It shows your age. He is just not there yet. Jesus. And my notes are in all caps says she is so rigid. She's, she's like thinking it. Mm-hmm. She's not she's not thinking like, hey, I'm enjoying this moment. And like, how did you get from him dancing and having a good time? And you literally saying that you're having a blast to him not being there yet. Like, where's where's the bridge? I didn't see it. Did you, April? No, I didn't. It was very weird. I mean, my reaction to that would have been, oh my gosh, you did so good. Show me a move. Where Show did you- Show me a move. Can I know? try? You can't say you want somebody spontaneous and then be upset by that. Yes. I mean, like, like, like I'm about to double dutch, trying to get in, fake get in. <laughs> so after that, they he's like, hey, do you drink? And her, not not a GoFundMe me for April's new skincare fridge. <laughs> this completely distracted me, Wonderless. Completely distracted me. Please. Do not jump into the deep end with April and her peasantry comments. Somebody okay. loves me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Somebody loves me, baby. <laughs> okay. We're off track per usual. Okay, so. He's like, hey, do you drink? And her response was a little much to me. Way too excited. Of course I drink. I don't trust people who don't drink. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. I mean, she did ask for a bottle of wine as soon as she arrived at the hotel. So yeah, there's definitely like is alcohol dependent. Yeah. So he and he gave her option drinks or we could go for ice cream or we could do both right and she's like drinks so they go for a beer and for the second time she mentions that she's worried that he's too young for her um she asks about like the area and he's not really familiar and she's like how do you not know and he's like well actually i'm from bogota and i travel a lot and he goes on to talk about how he enjoys life and he does a bunch of different things he was going to go for it stuff but realized who he was as a person and that wasn't in line with what he wanted to do. And what he wants to do is enjoy life and enjoy the moments and be in the moments. As you could see, 
from how he was on this date. Now, he says he also, he does a lot of things. That's what he said, you guys. And then he said he likes acting. He didn't say, I want to be an actor. He didn't say, I'm going to drop all the other things that I do and just focus on acting. He says, I like acting. Right. And she freaked out and says that she avoids, quote, that type like the plague. So, yeah, no. Oh, oh. Okay, Susan. What exactly are you looking for? Because that long list of yours where you were looking for a good looking, full head of hair, spontaneous, all the things, he's representing it like that. And he has interest. And you're boohooing on his interests. Yeah. And then you're also putting whatever it is that you believe in your small little world on him. It's weird. Is it weird? Yeah. It's very weird. So <clears throat> she voices him like the play and um, says that the more talking that he does is showing his age. And even though she's having a good day, she has concerns about it. Now, April, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't know about you all, but I feel like when you go on a date, there are some things that you just ask as you ask. So, for example, he's like, you know, when was the last time you were in a serious relationship? And oftentimes that comes up on the first date because you're trying to gauge where that person is and what their history is because you know nothing about them. I personally think that that is a normal question to ask because you at least have a sounding board or a baseboard to jump off of. What do you think, April? I do think it's a normal question. And if it's something traumatic, then just tell them, Oh, you know, it's, it's a long story. We can get into it later, but you don't have to get upset by it. Not only did she get upset, she ended the date and she said that you have to earn my trust. And why are we going into this right now? I was having a great day. And meanwhile, you know, we know that she hasn't been in a relationship, at least from what she told us on the show, since she was married at 26. But in this episode, she says that her last relationship was toxic. Um, and so I was wondering if she was referring to her marriage from, you know, nearly 20 years ago, or if there's something else that we don't know about. What did you I, think? It has to be something else, because that was so long ago. So she ends the date, and she walks back and says, you know, you know, her dog is hungry, so she has a car service coming for her. Does he need, like, a taxi? And he's like, yeah, thank you. Um, and they part ways, just like that. And then the one thing I will do say is that he went to hug her, and instead of enjoying that moment, too, she's like, oh, make sure you're not crushing my dog. I was like, everything about her is just bad vibes. Did that not remind you of the Wicked Witch of the West? I'll dump you in your little doggy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part. Um, so what is Carlos's feedback? Carlos's feedback is he knows that she has some walls up and he and she could be difficult to deal with because maybe she's toxic herself. 
So when she mentioned being in a toxic relationship, he's wondering what portion of that relationship, if any, does she bring toxicity into? Her feedback on him was that he was young, handsome, but immature. And now not only was he a terrible date, even though she had a great time, you guys, which is like mind boggling to me. She has no faith in um, her matchmaker, Juan, because now she feels like Juan has gotten it wrong twice. And her question was, why would you make me go on this date with Carlos? And what did you think made it a good choice? Carlos was a good choice. Juan, if you're watching, set me up with Carlos. I'm ready to get in the game, coach. Put me in, coach. Put me in. And if you're putting April in for Carlos, go ahead and give me the details on Juan Pablo. Juan Pablo. Okay. <laughs> What's, Juan pa What's Juan Pablo got going on? Uh, right? Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to Stanika. Yay, Stanika. Girl, listen, when she said the first episode that she put in the work, she put in the work, you guys. She put in the work not only physically, but mentally. She's in such a zen spot. She really knows what she's looking for. She's open to new experiences. She tries new things. And uh, she gives people the benefit of the doubt and she stays in the moment. I can't say enough great things about her. I'm really happy that she is representing just so beautifully. So what, what are your thoughts? Same. I, I thought Susan needs to take a page out of Stanika's book because at the very least, enjoy the place that you're at. Enjoy the country that you're at. She obviously like this date is going weird for her, but she's still like, let me enjoy this experience for what it is. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, so we're still with Stanika. She's still with Salah. And if you guys remember from the last episode, there was the altercation with the mom and the dad in the street, the brother coming in to interrogate her, the uh, friend who's translating, but not really fully translating, which is just like a pet peeve of mine. Can't stand mm -hmm. it. Um, and Nina, the matchmaker, trying to figure out what exactly is going on here. So all of those things are happening. And in the meantime, um, Stink is trying to figure out whether or not Salah has anger issues or if it's a cultural barrier because she really didn't she didn't like what she saw she didn't like what she heard and she is trying to figure out like what what is that red flag that is like waving over here on the side and I'm catching it with like side of my eye I'm not sure but something is not sitting right and I need to figure out what it is exactly so he comes back and he basically tries to explain the situation and said that he didn't want his parents there. And because of that, it upset him, but it had nothing to do with her. Um, and Stanika is kind of like, mm, she's starting to like, be like, I don't know. Like there's too many twists and turns on the date. Like there's this and that you brought like mm -hmm. 20 people with you. And now there's like some anger stuff and yelling going on and some interrogation. Like this is all in the first, five to 10 minutes of a first date in a foreign country. It's just, it, anyone would think it's a lot. What do you, what do you say, April? It was a lot. It was overwhelming. And I agreed. I didn't like the way he was talking to his parents. Yeah. 
So she's trying to be hopeful still, right? So he sits down after he gives that explanation. And here's where I just like, you guys, it's the translation. I wish I could speak all the languages because then I'd just be like happy. So he says that he's looking at her and obviously she's more much more serious because she's also trying to figure out like what's happening on this date. And he says to the translator that he's sorry to see Stanika's smile go away. And it got translated, where's your smile? And I got to tell you, those are two separate things to say. One to me is a bit like uh, endearing. The other is like a bit to me challenging because who, you know how many, you know how many, it's like a, like a, a patriarchy thing you know mm -hmm. how men are like you know where's your smile you can smile more girl you're too pretty not to be smiling like all that stuff like eh, just you know yeah cut it out. um do you want to add anything before i go on nope, nope, mm -mm, go ahead <laughs> uh so like i just didn't i didn't like how that got translated and i Especially didn't like it that it got translated by a woman. By a woman, like where's your smile? Exactly. Like you would think that she would have some awareness of how poorly that would come off, especially coming out of what just happened. Exactly. Um, but it, there's also other things that he could have talked about in that moment. Uh, tell me about what kind of music you liked. How's Morocco been for you so far? Like, why are you focused on her having a pleasant or accepting atmosphere when it's not a pleasant situation? Agreed. Absolutely agreed. So to make up for all of this, he wants to take her on a motorcycle ride uh, to finish off the date. And uh, Nina politely excuses herself, still doesn't really know what went on and what's going on. And uh, is going to try to figure it out. Like she's still trying to be hopeful and wants Danica to be ho hopeful and open to the rest of the date. So Sneaker because she's so lovely is going with the flow and allowing that right to see like maybe this date will turn itself around when it's just the two of us um i thought it was interesting though salah did his to camera before they get on the bike and he thinks that the date is going well yeah he's like the date went marvelously sir where yeah it was i was like it's interesting how you know Two people can see the same situation completely differently. Completely differently. Like, marvelously. I'd like him to expand on what part he thought was marvelous. That part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're getting ready to get on uh, their bike. His bike. She does a little prayer, which is something that I would do. was very relatable. And she's like, you know, dear Lord, don't let me fall off this bike. All the things. And she's a bike girl, I found out as well. Uh, she likes bikes. She's grown up with bikes. Her dad has a bunch of them. Uh, she likes the thrill of the motorcycle, all the things. And so this was right up her alley. However, I did learn a little bit later, you know, when he popped the wheelie and she was on the back of the bike, she was, she was not into it. And she had told him that she didn't want him to do it. And guess what, April? He did it anyways. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so, horrible. Fun fact. That's not so fun and irresponsible. And you clearly are going against someone who said no and you did it anyways. Like, what does that say about you as a per person? Um, 
So uh, they get to like a hotel bar lobby. They're sitting, having some, she's having some wine. She knows that he doesn't drink. And uh, they're having some like tapas, but she's feeling a bit conflicted because of the way he treated his mom. Um, and she's just making her feel, feel like, is there anything to be salvaged from this date? That's what she's, she's thinking, right? So she wants to try to have a conversation. Now they're going to have a conversation through Google Translate because they don't both speak each other's language very clearly. So the first thing uh, he asked her is, what's your style of guy? And this got translated properly, which I am impressed with on both sides. So she says she likes a manly guy, someone who's caring, respectful, um, with pure intent tensions. Uh, and so April, I'm going to ask you, what is your type of guy? Oh, I wasn't ready. Oh, wasn't ready. stay ready. Be ready. <laughs> Isn't that what they say in the world? Yeah. You gotta, uh, if you stay ready, you don't have to get, you don't have to get ready. That part. Um, my style of guy would be someone who is reflective they can acknowledge when they make a mistake um they're looking for opportunities to improve themselves they are okay with experiencing emotions and not feeling like they have to cover it up or play pretend or give into toxic masculinity crystal jadena yes <laughs> Oh my God, look how happy and, and blushing. I'm gonna need to know who- Every single time that man does an interview and talks about how he's grown relationship-wise, I love him a little bit more, except now it feels like bad because he's actually in a in a monogamous relationship right now. So I can't like drool over him just in case she's out there somewhere watching me, as if she would be, right? Is this him? <sighs> Goodness, yes, that's him. Oh, look at me fixing myself. Like, <laughs> like you can see you. <laughs> but I just love to hear him um, just talk about his growth as a person and how he sees women as whole beings. They're not there to serve him. They are whole beings, and he enjoys having conversations and learning from women and you know, just when he does his music videos, he never wants to have a woman who's just standing around being cute. They have to have a purpose. Um, I don't know. Yeah, somebody modeled after him emotionally, at least the way he expresses himself emotionally. Uh, Jocelyn is asking who is he? I don't know who he is. Uh, I mean, like the first song he had when he came on the scene was Classic Man. And I think it's still like one of his most popular timeless songs. Um, but he's had a lot of stuff after that. And he's on tour right now, and I already have tickets to see him in October. Yes. Oh, she just really brought it back to herself again. <laughs> okay, so everyone's wondering who Jadena is. Uh, it says, I'm just reading from Wikipedia, you guys, so whatever. That's where the source is. Uh, Jadena Theodore Mobison, born May 4th, 1985, uh, known as Jadena is a Nigerian American singer and rapper. In 2015, Jadena released two singles. Oh, he's a classic man. Yeah. I know that song. <laughs> uh, featuring Roman, Jean Arthur, and Kendrick Lamar, and Yoga with uh, Janelle Monet, promoting Monet's label, 
Wonderland Records compilation EP, blah, blah, blah. His debut album, The Chief, was released in February of 2017 and peaked at number 38 on the Billboard 200. Um, is that, does that say enough? Yeah, so. he's, uh, if you guys are at all interested in what a man looks like who has seriously evaluated what is masculinity, what is the good of it, what's the bad of it, <laughs> um, please go listen to some of his interviews. I think that he's put in a lot of work on that. Him and Stanika would actually make a really good, oh, wait, what am I talking about? He's, he's actually in a monogamous relationship right now. I can't shit them with somebody. Um, okay, so we know what Stanika is looking for in a man or style of guy, and we know what April's style of guy is. If any of you guys um, want to share what your style of guy is, please do let me know in the live chat or in the replay. Uh, I'm just curious. I would like to see what people's types are. Very curious. Um, yeah, right? Next question Salah asks Stanika is, uh, what does family mean to you? And she says, and it was translated correctly, togetherness, protection, unity, um, and you're never rude to each other. What does family mean to you, April? You're never rude to each other. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. I didn't you're hear when she said it. I think togetherness, that, protection, unity, and you're never rude to each other. I think my my family's rude to each other on purpose. Like as an endearing, like an endearment. Yep. yep. Um, but what does family mean to me? It it means uh safety. It means that you are never going to be alone or at rock bottom, there's always going to be a home you can go to. I love it. I like that answer. Uh, and you guys in the live chat, I'm trying to get you involved. If you guys want to share what family means to you, pop that up in the comments. Um, Wonderless says, my hubby of 21 years, oh, congratulations, girl, get it, uh, is my perfect person, funny, caring, empathetic, patient, and very kind. I love yes, it. I love it. I love kind husbands. I hate like when I'm around a couple, does it ever happen to you? And the couple's like taking shots at each other and they're looking at you to react to it. It's such an awkward situation. I don't like couples when they do that. Yeah, like don't get me involved in whatever this yeah, is. Yeah, like no, I don't want to be a part of this. Like, no, thank you. I want couples to be kind to each other. I want a partner who is kind and uplifting to me, not taking shots at me in public. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so then Asnika <clears throat> goes on to, she's like, you know, I just want to like cut to the chase. How you talked to your mom earlier, uh, you know, is that normal? But it got translated really weird and, and confrontational. So, and that was Google. So Google, I mean, but it got translated to, I saw from the corner of my eyes, you talking to your mom, not in a normal way, which is absolutely not what she said. And so right. automatically he got defensive and said, my family is a red line not to be crossed. Um, they have nothing to do with my personal life. 
you have to be careful when you're using a, a, a translator on both sides. On the receiving end, you have to say, okay, maybe that translated incorrectly. And on the giving end, you have to make short, simple statements that the translator can actually do well with. Oh, Jaza said, I had the perfect man, but threw it away for a Jamaican fling. Biggest regret. Oh, sorry to hear that. Jaza. And let's all welcome Busola. Are you Guinean girl? Hello, Busola. Uh, hey, Linda and April. First time joining a lab. Glad I made it. Welcome. Busola, are you Guinean? That's what I want to know. Everyone welcome her, by the way. Please and thank you. Okay, so it went terribly, right? So that translation put him in defense mode and it that didn't come across well either. So she, Sonika goes on to say, well, like, do you have anger issues? Because like the way you're coming at me is weird. Yeah. And he's like, no, why are you saying this when you don't even know me? And this is where, again, you can see that Sneka has done all the work that she needs to do. She's like, you know what? Thank you for making this an amazing welcoming. And like, you know, the fun date, the, the motorcycle and the food and all that. I appreciate it. The flowers. But we are not a match, she said. And we just, there's no chemistry. And he was like taken aback for a minute. And then he's like, okay, I respect your decision. And then meanwhile, to camera, she's like, there will be no FaceTime, no Snapchat, <laughs> no text messages, no Instagramming, no DMing, nada. This is it. There will be no second date, no second. I was like, okay, go ahead, Stanika. And so his to camera was like, yeah, I respect what he, what she said. There was no chemistry. Well, dude, that's not what you were saying earlier. You were saying that this was like the best date. Were you right. not? Right. But because you got rejected, now you're also going to go ahead and reject her. Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to be rejected and have feelings for someone or thought that it was something. Like, you don't have to think the same thing. If someone doesn't want to be with you, then that's fine. You could have wanted to be with them, but they've saved you time and energy because they don't want to be with you. But then don't, don't turn around and make it like, hey, yeah, I didn't like her either. Yes, you mm -hmm. did. Ah, you're right. Nigerian. Close enough. You're my <laughs> sister to the West. <laughs> to the West? To... No, never mind. Um, yeah, she wants Nardine. I, you're right, Joslo. She really does. Even if this date had not gone horrible, it would have had to go better than Nordine's date Yep. for her to be interested. But at that least she funny. stayed open the entire date. Yes, which is not what we're seeing with some of the other international daters. And speaking of that, we're moving on to Natalie. Overall thoughts on her segment. Oh, oh, Natalie, I don't like you. <laughs> Busola, are you actually living in Nigeria right now? That's what I would have asked first. Yes. Just lose a mess. <laughs> I mean, you guys, if you're ever on TikTok and you join his lives, 
he has a lot of people who watch him. Like, I don't believe it. And talk to him. He does. I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you at all. He, okay, I don't believe, I mean, this is not about Soldier Boy, you know, God bless you, Soldier Boy, do you, do whatever it is, you're on your grind, do you. And I, I think I just have a problem with him constantly saying that to everyone that he's an international superstar. Just even on his flyers, he says that he's an international superstar. And it's just a weird thing to me because like, you should be international if you're an international superstar. That being said, he then went on recently. So this is what, what the recent thing is. He is, he was, okay, is he is or he was? Okay, so he's on tour in the UK. So originally it started off, Soldier Boy UK tour. Uh Then it became Soldier Boy Supper Club meet and greet, (laughs) where you can get, like, there's a pizza party like literally there is a pizza party for one of them really? and there's like the other one was some weird word like i want to say he meant tapas but the flyer said something else i don't know so now you have to pay money to eat like little bits like like hot dogs and hamburgers and you can get some champagne and a picture and an autograph for like What's equivalent to like eighty bucks for three hours with Soldier Boy? Just, I mean, and no performance. I mean, it's different than being on tour. I mean, it's a supper, <laughs> it's a supper tour. It is a supper tour. Hey, if you don't brag on yourself, who will? <laughs> you know, I love that about you, April. I really do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Busala says, I live in Canada. Oh, and she's a fellow Canadian. I knew I loved you. Yes, fellow Canadian. Um, Busala, there's only one of us on your screen that is an actual Canadian. The other one is an imposter. Uh, That being said, uh, she goes on to say, but she can say that Soldier Boy is more famous as a D-list reality star than a musician. Uh, It's fake. (laughs) All right. My personal opinion is Natalie, I'm really disappointed in her. I feel like she's uh, too young to be acting this old. Like her and Susan are two birds of a feather, uh, just in different phases of their life. And it's unfortunate to me that uh, she's not allowing herself to be open and at least have the experiences. Now, do you have to do things that are out of your comfort zone? Absolutely not. But enjoy the moment. You're 25 years old. This is when you're supposed to enjoy your moments. Because guess what? You're just going to have more and more responsibilities as you get older. And you're not going to be as able to be as free and and free to do whatever you want, whenever you want in the moment without repercussions or responsibilities. So I'm just surprised that she says, at least in the beginning, she said that that's what she wanted. But it's clear to me that she is her mother's child and she wants what her mother wants. So she should just pack it up, in my opinion, and go back and let her mom match her and stop complaining. Because everything that you want is not what you really want. You want what your mom wants, period. And you say one thing, but when it, when it's presented to you, you freak out. And then today she had an attitude with her own matchmaker for calling her out on her own BS which tells me that she has not even done the work to do the self-reflection about what's going on with her in her dating history. Yeah. 
she's trying to turn over responsibility for her life from her mom to Juan instead of taking control herself. I think he should send her to do more things on her own than to send her on any more dates. Like the sending her to the dance class was a great idea. I think he should send her on some like group tours and some other things, like give her a task she has to accomplish on her own. She needs to learn how to, to think for herself. I like that idea a lot. So she says that there was no connection with her date. Can't remember his, her date's name. Do you remember it? No. I gotta look back at my notes. That's gonna be later. Um, so there's no connection beyond the physical. Um Seawar. Seawar. Oh yeah. And she was like, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh so Juan, who is her matchmaker as well. Who he's got his hands full. Mm-hmm. Juan, <laughs> you're working for every single dollar that you're making. Okay, so Juan wanted her to live in the moment on her date, be fun, and she put this part in and be sexy. And the reason why she feels like Juan wants her to be sexy is the dancing salsa classes that April just mentioned that he took her to because he wanted to loosen up. Uh, but her response is that she can only be pushed so far so fast. So she couldn't live in the moment. She couldn't be fun and she couldn't be sexy. So go home then. Go home, my Girl, love. Go, go home, my love. Go home, my love. <laughs> then... The same girl who was like, oh, yeah, he's hot and the tattoos and she was all like flustered now comes back and says she's never gone on a date with someone like that before. Personal trainer and tattoos being all judgy. I was like, how old? You're 25. What? Your generation is, is not that judgy. Who are you? So she explains to Juan how they went to the rooftop pool how her expectations and his expectations were not a match. She expected to just dip her feet in the pool and he expected to swim in the pool, which I- Which was a reasonable expectation. That part, right? So she mentioned that he took off his shirt, which obviously made her feel uncomfortable because she then explains to Juan how she didn't look too long um, and then nothing more. And Juan's like, why? because of you or because of your mom. And as soon as he said that, she, her whole face, her whole attitude changed. And I was like, oh, we're meeting a new Natalie. This like bubbly Natalie that we met a little bit in the very, very beginning before she traveled abroad is definitely not the chick that showed up. Mm-hmm. She started stewing. The one that showed up is, I don't know who she is, but she is like a, she is Susan, 52, in a 25-year-old's body. Like, she is just... When she when she flashed like that, April, to me, it was a little, like, scary because she couldn't even snap herself out of it. She, she couldn't even be honest about what's happening. He asked her, and he, she's like, oh, I'm just focusing on the game. No, you're not, ma'am. Yeah, it was scary. I was like, who? Ooh, ooh. 
who are you? And clearly you don't know how to communicate and use your words. And if you can't communicate and use your words with your matchmaker who there's no love interest, then how are you going to go and have a love interest and think that you're going to have an open and honest, real right. relationship that you can communicate? Right. I, I didn't like that. I was like, yeah. she literally flipped the script and she was yeah. like a different person. And, and I know so, Juan is not a therapist, but if in that moment he'd been able to say, like, tell me the emotion that you're feeling right now, that might have been helpful. Because she mm -hmm. definitely was, like, masking something. It was it was a lot, you guys. I've seen that. I haven't seen her in its entirety, but I've seen that type of person where one moment they're, like, happy-go-lucky, and the next moment they're, like, a, like... And it, to me, it's always weird. Like, how do you flip it so quickly? And who are you? Yeah. So, which, yeah. Um, Juan says, you know, you're young. You're supposed to explore. And her face got even more sour. So he says, are you upset? Did you get upset here? Because it's clear to him and to all of us that there's an attitude that is just exuding out of you right now. And he's wanting to know where this is coming from. And my note says, wow, how immature of her. She doesn't, she doesn't know who she is as a person yet. Um, she's like, no, I'm just focusing on the game. No, not mad. Uh, and then sits down and Juan uh, gives her an example of, you know, he has a 27-year-old daughter. He was strict with her. And then he finally realized, hey, you know, she needs to live her own life and let her be herself. And so he, like, released the reins. And he feels like maybe that's something that she wants to explore with her mom so that she can find her own true identity and who she is as a person. And so Natalie mentions like, you know, she did have her mom in her head and she is thinking about her conservative culture, uh, but trying to be in the moment and flexible and fun and sexy is harder than it looks for her. Um, and Juan's like, but it's your life. It's your life and you're an American. So, you know, how Americans like to do what they want, when they want and how they want. That's how it that's how Juan is looking at it. Um, and she's like, well, you can't delete the part of me that's Sri Lankan and conservative. And I don't think he was saying that. I was, I think he was saying, it's okay for you to figure out who you are and you don't have to be extreme one way or the other. You don't have to be the party girl that goes out, gets wasted with a bunch of partners, but you also don't have to be the girl that is waiting for the arranged marriage and for her parents to make all of her decisions. Like you can find out who you are and maybe you're somewhere in between. Right. But, she doesn't know that yet. But not only, April, I don't even think it's not that she doesn't even know it. I think that she actually really wants what her mom wants for her, but she doesn't want to be comfortable knowing that that's what she really wants. She wants to act like, oh no, right? Cause you think about when you were in 20 something and your mom's like telling you all the things you should do and do this and do that, do that. And you're like, no, I'm my own person. I want to do what I want to do, all the things. But at the end of the day, she's actually really wanting the things that her mom wants. She just doesn't want it to come from her mom. Because, 
the things that she mm-hmm. says that she wanted to want, he's pro- providing for her. And she's being little Miss Judgy saying, oh, yeah, I've never been out with a personal trainer before. I've never been out with someone like that. Someone like what, Natalie? Curious. Like what? So the way that she acted when he took his shirt off, I wasn't sure if it was her own personal discomfort or a discomfort of like, oh my God, people in my community are going to see me on TV with this guy with his shirt off. But she's the one who invited him up to the pool. So it was very confusing. Yeah, she's the one who invited him up and then said, oh, I've never done this before. It's very confusing. She needs to go on a journey, um, her and Susan, that Stanika went on to find out what you want and who you are and what makes you happy and not put that off on your partner to do for you. Agreed. Agreed. And um, I agree with what you said earlier. I think that she needs to go and do some solo events and figure out who she is solo. Yeah. I'll tell you three things. Oh, and I got to go back to our list. That's what I was looking for earlier. (laughs) Three things that are going to help you find out who you are as a person. Want to know what my three things are? Tell me. Travel by yourself somewhere that you've never been. Okay. Go out to dinner by yourself. Okay. Done it. And go to a movie by yourself. Do that all the time. Those three things will show you who you are as a person. Why? Because you have, if you're not comfortable with yourself, you're not going to be comfortable in those environments and you're not going to last long in those environments. And then whatever the, like the cracks are that are cracking out, then you'll be able to address them. If you're a healthy, happy individual, you'll be able to work on them because Mm -hmm. they'll be glaring. Try it sometime. You'll see. You've done all those things. I've done all those things. I'm curious if everybody else here in the replay, have you guys done those things and what's holding you back if you haven't? Oh, good question. Good question, April. April, I can't find our list. What have I done with our list? Let me look again. Oh, match me a brand. Is it here? Yep, found it. And I'm also going to... Are people answering? Um... Well, Jaslo goes to movies by herself all the time. Yeah. And uh, Wonderless wants to go to Toronto. You have to get there. Hit me up. I got a ton of family out in the T.O. And Drake lives out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. So if you guys have been watching us these last five weeks, uh, we started a list, our our lovers list, on the things that uh, we are looking for. Mm-hmm. April's list consists of uh, Jadena, <laughs> the artist, and uh, her person has to be curious, or she her she would like her person to be curious and reflective. Mm-hmm. Uh, my list consists of two things so far, uh, humorous and thoughtful. What is your word for today, April? Okay, so today I'm moving from the inside to the outside. 
to the physical. Should I write that down? Um, so you're moving from the inside to the outside? Like that I want to be physical. I'm going to give you my word. My physical word is um, chunky. Chunky. Yes. I like for their thighs to be bigger than mine. <laughs> All right, then. Chunky it is. <laughs> chunky it is. Um Vanessa has always traveled by herself for business, but not for fun. So you still need to travel by yourself for fun, Vanessa? Vanessa has to uh, do a couple of things. That should be fun. Yeah. Joslo had Reiki by herself today. I think nice. that's the way that you... Yankees say breakfast. You Yankees? No, oh, she's Canadian. Americans? She's Canadian, not. Yes, she is, you weirdo. <laughs> April, I am not making April an honorary Canadian anytime <laughs> soon, by the way. Gotta earn her stripes, y'all. It's okay. People believe it when I lie. <laughs> I know they do, girl. I know they do. Uh, I do all that by myself all the time. And Vanessa is open to trying the things that she hasn't, which shows how healthy and happy that she is. Yes. That's funny. Oh boy, should I say Drake's name three times? He might appear like Beetlejuice, that part. And it only works when you're in Toronto though, proper. Okay, so for April's list of our lovers list, she's got uh, Jadena, the artist, reflective, curious, and chunky. Mm -hmm. For mine, I'll ha I have humorous and thoughtful, and my word for today is spontaneous. Spontaneous. Okay, okay. Now, I think that we said last week that we're supposed to do two because we missed last week, right? Oh, okay. I can do another one. What do I want to add? Do I want to go physical again or emotional? Actually, I'm going to go for finances. I'm going to say stable financially same um i'm going to say i'm going to have four words mine is going to be financially stable and generous okay and the generosity, just so that you guys know, it doesn't only have to go towards me, but towards other people. I like people that have a lot that share a lot. And that can be towards friends and family or strangers, um, just that are givers. Maybe, yeah, that equals givers. That's what I want, a giver. I like that. <sighs> I also like a lot of people are talking about how they move to different countries on their own. I think that's another really good way to get in touch with yourself. 100%. And if you have a kid, moving out of the country, just you and your kid, is a really good way to improve your parent-child relationship, too. Do it. If you have the means, do it. Do it. Do it. All right. I like our list coming together. I am paper clipping it so that I will not <laughs> lose it for next time. And uh, yeah, so that's the episode. Oh, Wonderless, thank you so much for the super sticker. 
You're just so kind and generous. <laughs> You're on my list. <laughs> um, you guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, what else do you got going on? Anything exciting for the week? Anyone? Anyone? I do not have anything exciting going on this week. Me neither, you are. <laughs> um, but I am excited to be going back to Iceland next month. That's going to be fun. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. We will. Jasa says, loving your vision boards. Yes, we are going to manifest these men manifest. by the end of the season. They will appear. We're manifesting like Danielle. We've got to get some coconuts and kick them around the house, too. Yeah, I'm not doing all that. Because <laughs> who's cleaning that up? Uh, Wonderless says, uh, not doing a darn thing, just work. I hear you. Guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. We love having you here. Thanks so much. We had a great uh, amount of people in the live chat. For those of you that are watching the replay, we love you too. Hit us up in the comments. I come through. April comes through. And oh, thanks, Joslo. That's so sweet, you guys. Uh, Vanessa's going to San Diego. I love San oh, Diego. Fun. Gas fun. lamp district. Let me go eat all day. Oh, San Diego is Carol City. Maybe Carol and Vanessa can meet up for coffee. Look at that. I love when my uh, the Way family connects. We've had them connect uh, in Florida. One was from Cali. One was from Florida. They met up in Florida. We have some UK connects all over the place. I love it. All right, you guys. Love you guys back. Bye-bye. That's supposed to be a heart. Have a good one. Just blowing kisses. That's what it is. Also, thank you. Thank you. Our ASL. Bye for now. <laughs>